From NPR News in Washington, I'm Craig Windham. President Obama says the nation is coping with what he called a vast and complex economic crisis. But he says working Americans will help the nation emerge from the crisis. And he noted that they've dealt with times of challenge and uncertainty in the past. Those remarks came in a Labor Day statement released by the White House as the president headed to Cincinnati to attend an AFL-CIO picnic. Mr. Obama is expected to touch there on some of the points he's likely to make in his speech to Congress Wednesday night on overhauling the nation's health care system. NPR's Brian Naylor has more. The president is expected to use his speech Wednesday to reframe the debate over health care following a summer of loud and angry protests at town hall meetings against his plans. White House officials say the president will outline what he wants to see in the bill. Advisor David Axelrod, appearing on NBC's Meet the Press, was asked if that will include the so-called public option. We want to create a pool in which uh, people who don't have insurance and small businesses can go and get insurance at a competitive price. House Speaker Nancy Nancy Pelosi says a health insurance overhaul without a public option will not make it through the House, but a measure containing a public option is unlikely to receive 60 votes needed for Senate passage. Brian Naylor, NPR News. The chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, Max Baucus of Montana, is proposing to impose a fee on insurance companies to help pay for health care coverage for uninsured Americans. Baucus is circulating that proposal in advance of a meeting tomorrow among a group of senators from both parties on his panel who've been working to hammer out a bipartisan health care bill. A Swedish charitable group is accusing American troops of storming through a hospital in Afghanistan last week, tying up staff and visitors and breaking down doors in a search for militants. The director claims two doors to treatment rooms were kicked in during the search. NPR's Soraya Sarhadi Nelson has more from Kabul. The Swedish Committee for Afghanistan accuses the 10th Mountain Division of entering its charity hospital without permission. The hospital is in Wardak province, west of Kabul. The director of the charity says he's complained to the U.S. military. He says the search violates an agreement between NATO forces and non-governmental organizations working in the area. According to the charity, American troops, accompanied by Afghan forces, arrived unannounced late Wednesday night at the hospital. They told staff they were looking for insurgents. The Americans are accused accused of tying up four hospital guards and two visitors using plastic cuffs. He says the troops later ordered hospital staff to report if any wounded militants show up, which they refused to do on humanitarian grounds. A U.S. military spokeswoman confirmed the hospital was searched. She says the military is investigating the incident. Soraya Sarhadi Nelson, NPR News, Kabul. The prime minister of Taiwan has resigned. He stepped down over criticism of his government's response to the deadly typhoon that hit the nation recently killing at least 700 people. This is NPR News. A new report by Canada's government finds that that country's border guards are drawing guns, batons, and pepper spray much more frequently these days. Dan Karpinchuk has the story. An analysis by the Canada Border Services Agency shows that there were 127 so-called use-of-force incidents during the year that ended on March 31st. That's almost three times as many incidents than in each of the previous two years. Canadian border guards only began carrying sidearms in July of 2007, but they are now drawing their weapons about three times a month. No guns were actually fired, batons were brought out but never used, and pepper spray was only used four times against aggressive travelers. But it shows that border crossings are becoming more dangerous places. So far, about 800 officers have been trained and assigned firearms. The border agency wants to arm all 5,000 guards by 2016. The increase in the use of force was apparent in every region of the country, but the two fastest-growing hotspots were British Columbia and Ontario. For NPR News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk in Toronto. 
Fire crews in Southern California are lighting backfires this morning near the San Gabriel Wilderness to block the eastward spread of the massive wildfire in the mountains north of Los Angeles. Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department spokesman Jim Lopez says investigators are searching for whoever is responsible for starting the blaze. The sheriff's homicide, as you know, are known as the bulldogs. They will not rest, uh, I can guarantee you. As you know, homicide investigations are never closed out. They always remain active. So far, the wildfire has charred nearly 246 square miles of forest land and destroyed at least 78 homes. Authorities put the cost of fighting the blaze at nearly $50 million. The stock market is closed for Labor Day. I'm Craig Windham, NPR News in Washington.